Thanks for tuning in to Starting Eleven on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we debate and discuss the NFL, the NHL, the English Premier League, pro tennis tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon on patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Thanks, guys, for watching. Starting 11 uh, for match week four, uh, the last week before the international breaks, a little bit of a holiday after this for some people that recap soccer on a weekly basis. Uh, I'm the snark. Unfortunately, Adelia is not in tonight. She is on assignment for the channel. Uh, top secret stuff, guys. But uh, you're in luck because if we're going to get a co-host to come in, Guest host the show with me. Who else would I rather have than Ferris Mathana? Ferris, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me, Rob. I appreciate you. I appreciate you coming on. We could talk some. Uh, we can talk some Premier League football. Uh, another week, another week, another big L for the people that do the video assistant refereeing in this That's, league. You're being nice. Oh my God, we're gonna. <laughs> <say> <laughs> We'll start. Which mess up are we talking about now? We're gonna start with the very first, the very first game of the week. Uh, big game. It's uh the first game back in the Premier League at Kenilworth mm -hmm. Road, uh, the smallest stadium in the Premier League. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, you know, they had to wait a couple of weeks because it just still wasn't up to standards, even yep. media wise. They get it in. Um, what? It, just a first impression. What did you think of looking at the stadium? How do you think the game presented itself? Felt like I was watching some rec league game. Cause like the it it, it was so small. Like mm -hmm. I'm like, this is what I played in. This is like this is like like me and Rob doing a pickup soccer game. Like, hey Rob, we're doing pickup soccer at like seven. See you soon. Yeah. Put you know the lights I mean? on. Get the lights on. Yeah, like get the lights on. And like I was, I was, and I'm not saying it was bad. I'm not saying it was bad. Oh, no. I loved it. I loved it. Like I genuinely loved it, but like it shit threw me off. I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I it was reminded like, me of uh, that uh, welcome to Wrexham or whatever that uh, show they're doing about the, mm -hmm. the Wrexham team there in, in Wales mm -hmm. and just how small their stadium is and stuff like that. How one side of it can't even be used because it's condemned mm -hmm. of all things. So yeah, it has that feel to it. It has that junior bottom tier feel to it, mm -hmm. but the greatest players in the world are going to play in there this year. It's yeah, it's fascinating stuff. Um, as for the game, it was a uh, pretty pedestrian uh, yeah, for the mo for the most part. For the most part, Jaron Bowen got them on uh, got West Ham on the board first, and then uh, James Ward Prowse, the corner, finds uh, a teammate a teammate who I do not mention his name on this broadcast uh, finds his head 
It's two nil at the 85th minute. And really, I'm not, I'll tell you afterwards because I'm not mentioning him on the show. Uh, I'll tell you why afterwards too. Uh, and then uh, Luton uh, gets one back. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and they need to go down two with five minutes left to actually get involved in the game. Now, here's where the problem comes. Uh, there's a Luton corner. Yes. It's coming into the box. James mm-hmm. Ward-Prowse makes himself big. He doesn't jump up, keep his arms in. He comes up and leaves his arms out. Ball hits his arm. In the in the box. In the box. Obvious penalty. This is obvious. This is no question. Uh, without a doubt. Without not, a only, doubt. not only does Paul Tierney not call it, VAR... Refuse. Well, they refuse to let him go see it. Mm -hmm. They clear it. An obvious corner. Now, Luton goes on to lose. This shouldn't be a big thing because Luton is supposed to lose this game. It was West Ham who was coming in. West Ham moved to the top of the table for a day or whatever Mm -hmm. it was. Uh, They were supposed to lose this game. Yes. Problem is, again, and now... Luton needs all the points they can get. And who's to say? Who's to say that they're going to score this on the penalty kick? We have no idea. Uh, I would say chances are that they would probably score, get a point out of this. Rob, let's not beat around the bush. You should have given Luton a chance to tie it up. They got robbed. They got robbed. robbed. It was, it was, it was, it was, you remember when, um, so I, I once saw this tweet and they were talking about how, the greatest injustice never caught. And it was like Luis Suarez is like blatant hand ball in the World Cup where he got a red card and was kicked off. Mm-hmm. Right? But he was punished. He got a red, he was kicked out of the game, and Ghana got a Ghana got a, a penalty kick. But you know what happened with Ghana? They missed yeah, the penalty they kick. Missed it. They missed yeah, it. yeah. You should have given Luton Town a penalty kick. You, they committed a foul in the box. Was it was it X? Ex- it wasn't even accidental. He literally sticks his arms out. Yeah, he made himself bigger. They literally so like I I remember it's an unnatural act. Yeah, it's that. an unnatural. Do you remember when they Nico Jackson, the ball literally smacks him right in the hand? Nico Jackson, what he's yeah. doing is the opposite. He's shrinking himself. Yeah, he's making himself. So he's more. shrinking himself and he's bringing it inside of his body, and the ball just if he actually, you know, Rob, if he actually from, didn't from three it, feet away, from three yeah. feet away, dude. This is coming from a corner. Yeah, it's coming from a corner. Also, too, it's funny, too, about Nico Jackson. If he didn't shrink himself and he just left his hands out, actually, like this, it would have smacked him right in the chest. Yeah. But but the rest are telling people you got to shrink yourself. Don't make yourself big. Don't extend your hands away from your body. That's not, You're telling the players this. The players get directives at the beginning of the season just like the refs are. The refs get a directive. You think you don't think the team's going to find out about the ref directive and he's yeah. going to tell the team, hey, you got it. You got it. And, Nico Jackson shrunk himself, and then he, it hit him right in the hand. You're like, oh, that's a handball, right? You're like, no, because he's doing what the ref's telling him to do. Shrink your body, avoid the ball. James Ward-Prowse did, I'm Batman. Yeah. He tried to get flight. Yeah, he tried to fly. <laughs> you know, that's a penalty. And you know what? I think Town makes the penalty because they would have brought in their start striker, who actually, had, I haven't seen miss the penalty. Him, personally. Right. I don't know. But... Town got robbed on that win. And literally, me and Adil, we were watching it, Rob, and we mm. were saying, yo, did Town just get screwed over? And Adil was like, yeah, he, they just got screwed over. Because, you know, like, I defer to you and Adelia in, in some football aspects. Yeah. But, like, me, I'm like, yo, Adelia, they got screwed. And they're like, yep, 
they got screwed. Yeah, I believe I met I messaged uh, Adelia as soon as I saw that happen. Yeah, uh, it's like, uh, what happens? Like these guys are gonna like. Let's face it, Luton is on that relegation no, tier. They are gonna get relegated. If it comes down to a point, like there's a lot of teams that aren't great. No, like we thought, like Burnley's a lot poorer than we thought they would be. Yeah. Uh, if it comes down to one, they're also point, playing kids. It's awful. It's awful. Playing children. Like if you think about a Burnley. They're playing children. They're starting one of their starting wingers is 18-year-old um uh, Luca Kolesholo, who yep. literally four months ago, Rob, was in the under 21 World Cup. He was playing against other kids. Now he's playing against a grown man. Imagine is imagine, you know, like 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 same thing with like the 16-year-old at Barcelona, Emilio Mal. Yeah, he's 16. He's 16. You expect him to like like going against grown men who are mature physically like he did he did pretty good on you know the assists and the set pieces your million mall did but like you're a 16 year old you know trying to trying to get a goal on the edge the the, the right back's gonna shove you to imagine imagine an 18 year old going against kyle walker kyle walker's like mm-hmm. okay yeah all right i get it because yeah, so. in, in a minute we're gonna talk about a team that has an average age of 23.7 and uh, that did not fare so well. I am going to, uh, I might be a little upset by the time I, uh, I'm talking about them. But first, luckily, we get to hear from a smiling face, our buddy Justin telling you Happy about face. Our, Oh, yeah. Our Patreon. Hey, guys, it's Justin, a.k.a. Hambone, just here to let you know a couple of things that we have going on with the channel. One, we have a Patreon. If you can and want to support us, you can do that. Little as a dollar, you can join the Discord. We also have a merch store where you can get some cool shirts, mugs, and stuff with all of our different shows and labels on there. And thank you for all of our supporters that have already been there with us. If he had a team that he rooted for in the Premier League, which team do you think it would be, Justin? It's gotta be, it's gotta be a team with like a funny name because you'll love to say it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Nottingham know. Forest, I think it's be Nottingham Forest. He might like Nottingham Forest. Yeah. He might. Not, I would think. Uh, yeah. No, I think it would be Nottingham Forest because he'd be like, they got an American. I was you thinking know? just the most southern, the most southern team, but I couldn't think of which one it would be. Southampton, I guess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, Time, all the fun, the fun is over, Ferris. Yes. We're talking about. Well, for you, not me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about a Chelsea squad. You'll notice it's a no flag day. No flag day. Flags, flags show up for winners. Flags show up for yes. winners, Ferris. Uh, 1-0 at the bridge to a Nottingham Forest club uh, who just doesn't win on the road. This is their first win on the road, I believe, in 26 tries, something like that. Uh, they uh, uh, haven't won at the bridge since the 90s. So, um, in the Premier League since the 90s, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, now, listen. Chelsea had 75% of the ball. Mm-hmm. All right? Possession nowadays doesn't means mean nothing. anything. It means absolutely nothing. It, you know what that means? It means that everyone has figured out how to play Chelsea. Everybody just stuffs everyone in the box. Chelsea can't get the ball through. They can't pass. 
they cannot cross. They have no one who can cross right now. Mm -hmm. They're playing this ridiculous three at the back still. Why are they doing this? Why are they playing Chilwell and and uh, uh, Malagusto so far forward? What are they doing? Why do they have all these midfielders? Why do they have all these? They have attacker, attacker, attacker. They go and get all these things. And then it's like, you know who we need furthest up the field? Well, probably Ben Chilwell. A defender. He's a defender. This isn't Reese James. Like Mal Augusto, like excited about him coming over from the French League. Everyone could say, oh, he's gonna be he's gonna be a great guy to back up for for Reese James. Reese James does Reese James things and gets hurt right away. <laughs> Mal Augusto isn't Reese James. He is well, not a Reese well, James. It's like Rob, it's like saying, you know what, guys? This he's, random Frenchman is not. He isn't random. Like I don't think he's random. Like no, no. So like, make, he, uh, it's like uh, what, what was I say? It's like saying, "Hey guys, you know who's not Jude Bellingham? Yeah, Morgan Gibbs White. Like yeah, of course he's not Jude Bellingham. What's up, student? Yeah, but he's supposed to, he's supposed to be like nearing that level. Uh, and yeah, I, if he's getting pressed into action too quick, maybe. Is he playing out of position, which is something that every manager since freaking sorry has been doing, playing players out of con out of position? Mm -hmm. Why are we like we, all preseason we played four at the back? All preseason is it is the absence of Nkuku making this huge change where instead of you know something that looked good, we looked good with four at the back. We moved to a three and because Nkuku's out. And it has not looked the same since now. So was Nkuku supposed to play the, the the ten right underneath Nico Jackson? Yeah, mm. yeah, he'll be playing right. Like they wanted to have, like I don't know, it was going to be a mix of Sterling and Cuckoo Jackson. They're going to move some things around or whatever, uh, because they don't trust Mudrick, and I freaking see why. Like Mudrick for the sixty million dollar guys, we had to have. We could not let have Arsenal take him for sixty million. We had to go over that. We get him in this big swoop the day he was supposed to sign in for Arsenal. Mm -hmm. This big swoop. And what has he done? Like Nothing. he has he has speed to burn. He has is every, is he just too fast for everyone else? He's so fast that no one else can make proper decisions with this guy. He could slow down then. Slow down. Take your time. Just play simple football. Do the simple things right first. Don't experiment with all these things you guys aren't ready for it yet you're too young you're like these guys are too young where is the veteran leadership like Thiago Silva great he's the man he's furthest back in he's the center center back like he's 30 almost 39 years old that's the only reason your your age is not younger because you have yeah. a 39 year old the yeah. average age if you take him out is like 20 right yeah it's yeah. it's incredible it's incredible they like like and they went get they need offense to go get offense they get all these things the project doesn't work because and they get in Pochettino okay they bring in Pochettino Pochettino you know renowned for how he works with younger players the deal is he has time to coach them because he would have two or three younger players he wouldn't have eleven he has to teach everyone at the same time none of these guys want to make a mistake. So none of them ever try anything. It's so Chelsea passed the ball 650 times or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, and 75% possession. Forrest passed the ball 150 times. 
force like just simple things move the ball up move the mm -hmm. ball up get it forward they don't do that they're passing so often it looks like a uh like if you're an eight-year-old you're go to your eight-year-old nephew's uh, soccer game mm -hmm. where two of the kids are passing the ball back and forth and four of them are out picking flowers these kids are doing nothing they're doing nothing they can't cross they can't finish nico jackson the ball comes to nico jackson in front of him goalies down players down he rushes it shins it from three feet away from net he falls he falls to the he falls over i'm he's so I was always falling he's always falling so i was watching watching ESPN in the sea and shaka hislop said he was told when a striker goes to ground he has no confidence yeah so he could have stayed up and just tapped it in that means he's confident in his ability but he fell to the ground to hit it. So he has he has no confidence. And I think a lot of these these are like Rob, you keep you keep using the word kids correctly, because these are legit kids. Children. Yeah, they're <laughs> just like you know, people be like, Oh, Jude Bellingham, you know, all, like, yeah, man, he's not he's not a human being. Like, he's not. You know, yeah. like, oh, what about this youngster that's also oh, early going into a, one of the most established and successful programs mm -hmm. in football. Also, too, he's also coming. He's also coming from Yorsha Dorman, who his main job is player development as yeah. well. So he was he's he's got a good. Oh, Erling Holland scored thirty four goals at twenty two. Yeah, he's not a human being. Those those are exceptions. Those are exceptions to the rule. These are kids. There, I think Todd Bowley is is the American model where it's like you go young, and you. Have them on these cheap deals, but in soccer, there's no such thing as a cheap deal at all, like never. So he's so he's so he's just using the going young thing and the growth. Yeah. So this is year one of the project, which is by all these youngsters. Year two. Ah, year one. Come on, really? Yeah, sure. Did that count? Really? Not really. Uh, everyone seems to say it did. No, you guys only had <laughs> you guys only had Enzo and 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 Mudrick. Is it? Oh, no, we had a bunch of guys. We already had a bunch of guys signed and stuff like that. We already had already signed in Cuckoo and stuff like that. Like, there's a bunch no, no, of guys. No, 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 Rob, you signed in Cuckoo, but he didn't play with you last year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, there's a whole That's bunch. Like, 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 and there's Andre Santos. There's a whole bunch. We we keep getting younger and younger. Like, we have an academy, mm -hmm. but where you seem to be wanting just to sell those guys off for the pure profit, so we can go get younger kids that other academies are raising that's yeah it's weird yeah yeah i don't get it and we're and the, heavy and going the, into brazil right now for some reason yeah and the only academy kid that really you have or is reese james but he's he's injured well yeah well there's uh connor gallagher there's uh, uh there's ian matt there's uh yeah we have a we well, have a but few I'm, but here's the main thing right here's the main thing yeah matt turner shut you down okay he did. Uh, yeah, he did. Well, but, yeah. But then, but there's. I think he only though, had to make. Didn't he only have to make one other save? Didn't we only get two shots on uh, two shots on goal? Something like that. But, yeah. But 20, no, I think we had twenty three chances and two shots. There's a um, the is it a penalty? Is it not a penalty? Where Nico Jackson falls in the box near Matt Turner. I don't. I don't. I can't rewatch it. I don't think it's a penalty. I, I feel like Nico Jackson just like fell forward, tried to see if. Matt Turner's going to take him out, but Matt Turner kind of pulled back his knee and his body and he froze it and and Jackson just kind of threw himself yeah. to the ground. You Do you agree? 
I did. I, I, I didn't think it was a penalty. Of course, in real time, I'm angry. And but you see it again, and you're like, okay, I get it. I get it. It's a yeah. It's a bad precedent uh, to call stuff like that. It's going to happen uh, later on in the week to mm-hmm. a team, but they'll probably uh, probably fare better than my team did. I just have to say, I guess it was uh, Anthony Alanga who scored. And it was, you know, it's Caicedo and and Gallagher not communicating, and the uh, ball goes off a Gallagher a bad pass and a short pass again, just a pass for pass sake, uh, off a of Gallagher. Alonga goes in, scores no problem. What do you think of Robert Sanchez as a as a goalkeeper? There's a reason he was your number two. Yeah, he. Is. <laughs> uh, There's a reason Brighton was like sure. Take him. Yeah, it's a. I don't see. I don't think it's going to be very hard for uh, uh what's his name, uh, Perisic to uh, uh, come in and maybe a challenge for this number one, uh, this number one position. Well, speaking of speaking of Perisic, mm-hmm. his the guy who's made him a top flag goalie is the same coach who made Matt Turner a top flag goalie. So that new that New England Revolution goalie. Academy, whatever, is looking good with them, too. Yeah, we'll, and, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, yeah. It's, he's a big man, and he just seems to move so slow. Robert like, Yeah. It's, oh, all right. Oh, boy. Okay. So, uh, uh, Chelsea was terrible. Yes. Uh, back to the same shit that got three managers fired last year. Uh, and Pochettino's trying to say the right things, and oh, I saw positive things. I'm like I don't know what you saw. I I can't think of a single positive. And only one manager, thing. and only one manager has gotten a job. Yeah, yeah. The I other think two are yeah. still unemployed. I think Potter could have gotten a job, but he didn't want to go to France. I don't think it's going to take him a bit to get a job in England. But I think if, I think the team is proving him right that it wasn't him. It's these players that they're getting. It just doesn't make sense. There's no cohesion. Oh. That, yeah. Also, they're not also a team. Graham also left Brighton halfway through the season. Yeah. And some people will be like, you know what? I don't want to hire a man that's just going to leave me like that. You know, forget that. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You, you just don't turn down that money. That's Every, true. Any, anyone would be a fool to turn down that money. That's true. That's a good point. You're yeah. valid point. Uh, let's move on. Let's move on to something uh, that didn't matter. Uh, turns out that the game actually didn't matter either. Uh, two all draw for Sheffield United. In Everton, uh, they get a point each. More than I can say about Chelsea this week. As Decoure finally scoring a goal for Everton mm-hmm. as the first of the year. They lost Alex Iwobi, who actually liked, to Fulham. And uh, Neil Mopé uh, went on loan to Brentford. I thought Neil Mopé, especially that first game, was their best player. I, I, I found these two moves incredibly strange, seeing how these guys are – not only haven't they been scoring, uh, they're going to be in a relegation fight. They aren't mm-hmm. a very good squad. Why would you get rid of anybody that could create on this team is beyond me. But guys they brought in, not too bad. I thought Beto actually played quite well. I don't know how much you watched the game. But uh, not, not, mu- not much. Um, you know, the, the, the times are just brutal for for West Coast people. Um, they're just <laughs> oh, brutal. Yeah. They're brutal. Yeah, it's hardcore. No, thank the Lord. The Arsenal game is at 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. There's that I want me and Adelia watch it together. But yeah, man, it was just bad. And 
honestly, why would I want to watch two teams that suck? Like, that's mm-hmm. the thing, Rob. That's the thing. People be like, yo, man, I love watching football. It's like, cool, man. You watch blah, blah, blah. It's like, not really. They're bad. Like, why would I watch bad, bad football? I don't yeah. want to watch bad football. Like, you know, like, I, I like, I don't understand. You want me to talk about two bad teams? I'm not going to do that. The only thing I care about these two teams is this. One, one reason. Austin Trusty. He's the backup. He's one of the backup defensemen on Sheffield United. Yeah. And the only reason I give a, sh- the only reason I care about Sheffield United is that he is one of our, U.S. national team center backs that possibly in the future becomes one of our starters. You know, him, him and Chris Richards, who is another player in the Premier League, who's also on the bench at Crystal Palace, actually. They're they're, they're both young. They're both, I believe, 23. So there's that. You know, the the only people that are better than them are like, you know, Miles Robinson or, but he's a little older, but he could probably lose his job. And John Brooks, who plays at Hoffenheim in, Bundesliga, who should be our starting center back, but you know, Greg Berhalter wants to be a petty, vindictive person, but you know, <laughs> but it is what it is. I always enjoy, like, and this is coming from a Canadian, but I always enjoy the insights into the American national team football football squad. I think it's actually fascinating that you know so no, much about it. No, yeah, because I just know, I just know that Canada Canada can't get it together. They have a good thing going. Don't pay anybody, and their head coach leaves to go coach TFC of all things. No, isn't the two like too like? There's a group of U.S. national team fans who who actually want to be who actually love football and want this team to be great. And yeah. we see the talent pool of, of America. You see that, you see this talent pool. It's like, this is a great talent pool. Also too, America can also go and get other kids who are, you know, have American parents or American lineage and actually show you the full America. Cause America is a country built on immigration and it shouldn't be all homo- like one version or homogenous. Cause it's not like, yeah. I can't wait till the moment where, a Chinese Americans on our team or a, a, a Korean Americans on our team. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, there hasn't been. Yeah. Like an, an Arab Americans on our team. Like I can't wait for that. Cause that is America. That's America, man. We have, we have, we have Latinos on our squad who, who are Mexican American. We have, we have, you know, black people, white people. That's what we have. Christian Pulisic is Croatian. Like he's not like, like, a, like a, he's a, he's Croatian. Gio Reyna is Italian. And I think, He's he's Italian. He could have played for the Italian national team, England's national team, and us, because he was born in England when Claudio played for Man City. Right. So like we have those dual nationals matter to us because, you know, because that's what it is, man. We had a bunch of Germans on our squad back in the day. Yeah. So and 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 that's the one thing I love about the U.S. national team is that it was it was very diverse. I I, and it's it's America. The Canadian the Canadian national team is very similar. Mm-hmm. It's just that the, there's a lot more talent on the Americans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These guys are well, well, are going over because what's uh, crazy they have about no that, chance. Rob? One of your defensemen is actually a, a West Point Army grad. There you go. And he found out he's eligible for the U uh, for the Canadian national team when he found out his mother was from Ottawa, and he he applied to join the team. They gave him so he's he's a, he's actually an American. He's in the American service service academy. <laughs> And but he's playing for the United, Canada because it make because it's that because there's a lot of cross like you know from Canada to America to Mexico there's oh, yeah. we're all connected man like U.S. and Mexico fight over players all the time men and women yeah Alex Zendejas was a was a player that they fought over we won and there's Ricardo Pepe is another player we fought over we won but mm-hmm. we also fought over Julian Araujo they won 
So like, we, it's not, you know, so it's a lot it's, of it's, it's going to deal with how they're going to fit into the squad too, the kind of yeah. playing time they'll have as well. Mm-hmm. So if they see an opportunity to play, that's all anybody ever wants. It seems they just want to play. They want to play. That's why, like, like at why, the national why, team level, they want to play. That's why I brought up um, Luca Cosholo, the mm-hmm. the right winger from Burnley. Yeah, he could play for us. He could play for Germany. Oh no, he could play us, Nigeria, and Italy. He needs. To, right. He's in the Italian youth system, so he could he could choose one of us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, back to the back to the game. Yeah, back to the game. <laughs> Cameron Archer gets a gets a goal uh, for Sheffield, mm-hmm. and then puts one off the post. It comes back almost as fast as it went off his boot, but into Jordan Pickford's back into the back of the net. Uh, the funniest goal of the week. I'll say that. The funniest goal of the week. But uh, uh, Dan Juma, uh, another guy who just came in for Everton this this summer, uh, gets one back. Uh, terrific pass from Nathan Patterson. Tie game. Each team gets a point. Um, I think... Uh, Sheffield be quite happy with that. Uh, Everton will be uh, lamenting it a little bit, but uh, they fell asleep. They fell asleep for about uh, 30 minutes in the uh, first half, and that's all it yeah. takes. Now, because they get that own goal with like, like towards the end of the first half. Yeah. And you know what? You know, if Sheffield, they should have won this game. I'm not going to lie to you. It's, a, it's so tough to call that yeah. own goal, though. When it goes off your back when you're on the ground because you tried to dive to make the save, but you missed. Yeah, it goes, it goes off. The, goal, it goes off goal. the post, but I think it's a goal. I personally think it's a goal. Yeah, it should have been. I think it should have been considered a goal. I think that's yeah. terrible. But, that's, but that was insane. Unlucky for Cameron Archer, he should have had a brace. Of course, it happened to Jordan Pickford. Of course, it happened to him. Out of all the goalies, him. England's first choice. England's yeah. first choice. Yes, thank you for pointing that out. He's not. He better not be their first choice in in the damn in the damn friendly qualifiers. Did he get called up? Uh, I can't remember. I would imagine so. I know Ramsdale. Uh, I know Ramsdale got called up. Yeah, Ramsdale. There's been. Well, we'll talk about that when we get to your match and stuff like that. But there's mm-hmm. people calling out for maybe he's not the guy for your team. I thought he'd mm-hmm. been all right. You know, you guys keep winning. Uh, another two-two draw. Uh, Brentford and Bournemouth. Uh. I think Brentford's gonna uh, be a little upset that they didn't take three from this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was, Jensen gets yeah. the opener. Uh, the opening goal, he gets off his boot, Jensen, and it goes off like a rocket. Now, uh, now it gets to it, so it looks good, and it takes a couple of seconds. But then they're like, "No, no, no!" We call the you see the ref go to his ear. Like, oh no, no! Whistles it down. It was in by about two feet. <laughs> it's just that no, those hands were like that far back or whatever like that. It's not like Allison who can make those saves on the goal line and keep seeing them make them, including this week. But uh, uh, yeah, it was a real good goal. Just a giant ass dude. Yeah. Uh, and last week I mentioned how Dominic Solanke has to get off the Schneid. He did. Uh, so uh, he scores a goal, tie it, and then. I'm just going to say this now. Uh, let's see. Nico Jackson, Raheem Sterling. Uh, who else can I mention? Enzo Fernandez, Moises Caicedo, Ben Chilwell. You can all get off the schneid right now. If I'm going to, if, if I, if just me saying it gets that kind of video, I'm going to mention it all the time. Well, Bournemouth goes as, as Do- Dominic Slanky goes. That's exactly it. That's literally it. 
Uh, by the way, by the way, shit jerseys they were wearing. Yeah. Yellow and dark blue. What the what the hell? You're Bournemouth. Why are you wearing yellow and blue? You're everybody you're has to do something odd, it seems. Yeah. Chelsea released their away kits. And it's a blue. Uh, like a it's just like a navy blue now. It's, it, it's with like what's like, up with some of those uh 80s style uh like when you uh have your school picture taken. It looked like it looked reptilian. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looked reptilian. Yeah. They still haven't announced their uh their shirt sponsor. Uh it's supposed to be Infinite Athlete, but we'll see. Uh I just wanted to mention that it was uh, Milos Kirkle that made a, a hell of a tackle to set up that goal for Solinky. And it's important for later on. Um, and the Rico Henry uh, tries to back pass and absolutely goddamn blows it. Uh, Tavernier takes it, feeds it to David Brooks of all people, makes a quick move inside. It's 2-1. Uh, and Great this is a game. Yeah, and, but this, come on. Bournemouth is not, should not be Brantford. They should not. And they don't. Because first I said a nice thing about Kirkle before, and then he makes an absolute mess of a tackle when all he had to do was play back. Just have everyone play back. You have a 2-1 lead at Brentford. Mm -hmm. What are you doing pressing? And especially when you're pressing against a man who goes by the name of Mbumo. And Mbumo comes in, scores the tying goal. Uh, yeah. Although they had they hit like three posts, they had like everything. Like Brentford should have won this game quite convincingly, but to to come back in the final moments of the match is uh, good for them. I guess as a point is better than a loss any day. But we're gonna go on to something that makes the uh, makes me a little sad, and that's the fact that uh, Spurs just keep on rolling. Oh my God. Uh, of course, well, of course they're rolling. They're like look at the, look look at the teams they beat though. Like, gotta, you can only beat the teams you're up against every week. I'll never I'll never not give anybody credit for that. Okay, fine, fine, fine. You're right. You're right. They did score five goals against a team that is supposed to be Premier League worthy. A team that a lot of people, including myself, that would have no trouble staying over the line. But I'm going to tell you this. The Burnley we're seeing can't be the Burnley that was talked up so much in the preseason. And Victor and Victor Company, I don't know, uh, like he, he, he was like this rising star for uh, uh, for uh, coaching and stuff like that. Like there's people talking about maybe like uh, Chelsea going after him instead of Pochettino and stuff like that, which would have been. I don't think this is the same team. But, Rob, I don't think this is the same team because I think the, the I think it's what Luton Town did. Yeah, and Sheffield United did. The people that brought them to the that brought them to the Premier League, they either sold them or didn't resign them, or sent them away. Because like Ethan Horvath yep. was the starting goalie for Luton Town, and apparently he like, like gave his heart and soul to get them there, right? And they were like, "Yeah, no, nah, we don't want you." And I think, and I, and I think Sheffield United did this, where the people who they that helped them get to the Premier League, they sold them. For the money, they pocketed the cash. They take the hundred million from the Premier League. They're going to take the hundred million from next year because the parachute payments, yeah. and they'll just fight back up and get back in the Premier League. And and I think and I think with because I'm pretty sure James Trafford wasn't their starting goalie last year. No, James, you know, 
No, like, and he's like signed him because he's an up and coming rising star for the mm-hmm. uh, for the English national team. It's it's gonna look good on a. It's gonna look good on them in a few years. They're mm-hmm. hoping, but this it's a it's a signing definitely done on potential. A signing that I know all too well. Also, too, Luca Cusholo, same mm-hmm. thing. Yep. Them, him, and Trafford were were both at the under twenty one World Cup that you know England won. Mm-hmm. And they went really young. They sold. I don't think it's. This, I don't. I don't think it's the same team. Yeah. I don't think it's well, the same team. Yeah. It's too bad. Uh, I think they were really banking on the style of play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think so. Players. And uh, you're not getting that. You're not seeing that style of play. I don't think. Um, last week I mentioned that uh, maybe uh, Sun has become a uh, just a more of a playmaker. He's become a facilitator. Mm-hmm. And then he goes out and scores a goddamn hat trick just well, to rub it in my face. Yes. And Burnley scores the first goal too. It's just then mm-hmm. all Spurs after that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Luca they, Luca assisted the goal. By the way, they've played well. Uh, that's all as much praise as I think I've ever given to uh, to a Hotspur side. I just want to mention also they also got uh, Brendan Johnson, uh, forty-seven and a half million. They kind of met halfway. Uh, got him in. I really liked uh, Brendan Johnson. Uh, when he was at Forest, I never evaluated him at a 50 million guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a guy, and again, with so many uh, veteran players they have over at Spurs, I think he's going to fit in there well. Uh, he'd fit in there much better than he would ever do at Chelsea. Um, and now I hate him forever, just like I hate everybody else on that team forever and ever and ever. Let's go on to speaking of teams I hate forever. Man City got five of their own against Fulham because Fulham and it's another five goal uh, or another three goal performance from Holland. Uh, and I guess he's just unstoppable now. Mm-hmm. He'll probably end up getting, I have a feeling he's going to hit 45 goals maybe this year. Throughout all competitions, he might hit 60. Yeah, he's just, money. yeah, he's just a, He's just in that zone right now. Uh, Julian, uh, let's talk about uh, Tim Ream. Uh, gets a goal. Uh, Damn right he does. Returning from, uh, I just wanted to mention that because of your uh, little American, uh, your American uh, situation there. He said uh, he wants to play in the World Cup coming up. I'm like, bro, you're going to be 40. Yeah. I'm sure he could sit on the bench and then come in, do spot duty. It, it, there's, you know. Character like isn't he the t- captain now? Fulham? No, that's yeah. Tyler Adams. Is it a Fulham? Oh, at Fulham? Oh, I don't have no idea. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, no, no. I don't. I don't. Uh... Oh, yeah. He 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 was wearing the captain's band. Yeah. So yeah, he yeah he's an important guy in the locker room. So he's an important he'd be an important guy hey, man, even on he? your bench. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's what do you want to do? But again, we'll talk VAR quick. Now this time. Ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, for the Nathan Ake goal, um, where he puts the ball on net, a kanji in front of goal, and an obvious offside position, but he's in front of the goalkeeper, and the ball not makes it like it goes through his legs, so it obviously was going to keep the the 
keeper's eyes off the ball. It takes a little weird deflection, but I don't think it actually went off him. I think it hits the ground mm-hmm. just between his legs and then goes in a weird direction for some reason. I don't think it hit him, so that's not it. But they rule, like VAR has a check or whatever and says it's okay, but a lot of people are up in there and saying that's interference offside. What would you what would you have called it? That's I was, offside. That's offside yeah. by a country goddamn mile. Literally, yeah. the, the entire line moves up. Yeah. Everyone moves up. Even the Man City players not move a up. Con, not a kanji. Yeah, the, he's the only one who stays. <laughs> yeah. He's the only one who stays. Everyone moves up, and he's the only one who stays. He's 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 he's, he's offside by a country mile, bro. It's not a goal. It's not a yeah. goal. And guys. City doesn't need the help. Doesn't. They don't need the help. I think Holland got a natural hat trick there at the end, mm-hmm. including a penalty. So, yeah, it is penalty. That ball comes off his foot so fast. Unbelievable. It's, it's, a, it's a goddamn. It's a missile, bro. What did you think of that? Maybe let's talk about that quick, that tackle that set it up. And it's uh, Diop. It looks like he literally puts a finger on Alvarez and Alvarez falls over. This is how bad people want to go to the ground, and City can do it because mm-hmm. they're getting those calls. I just think it's ridiculous. I, I, I the, but the announcer said basically said he hit him with his car. You see, he barely you could see hit him his with his car. car. Yeah, you could barely see him. Yeah, whatever. They don't need the help. They're I'm still watching it right now. Yeah. I uh, okay. Watch he the watch the view. That, yeah, but it's just like, you can even see one finger. You see him putting his hand up, but you can see one finger touch. On the back. That's all it takes. Yeah, and he just like goes flying. Yeah, that's their train. They're coached to do it, and it's working for mm-hmm. him. So whatever. And they have so much talent. They don't even need to do it. They're just kind of rubbing it in. But it's Fulham, so it's like, yeah, go ahead, pile on. I don't give a shit. I hate those guys too. Uh, another. Okay, here's a weird. Brighton getting another, yet another hat trick this season. Well, for this uh, for this week, not this season. Hat-trick of hat-tricks. Yeah, Heaven Ferguson. It's the third of the entire day. Uh, Newcastle looked terrible. Let's put it this way. Newcastle underwhelming. Yeah. Uh, So when we were doing our predictions, I thought that uh, uh, I didn't think Newcastle would uh, fare as well this year. Mm -hmm. Um, I was thinking that they were going to be fading because uh, of the uh, Champions League play and stuff like that. They're fading because of Premier League play. Yeah, they're fading because of nothing. They're yeah. just fading. They have not looked good. Uh, one win, three losses this year. Three losses already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, underwhelming. And you know what the biggest factor may be? That ridiculous green kit they're wearing. What is that? Awful. Yeah, they no looked awful. Uh, yeah, it's... Yeah, but man. It's this just Evan that, Ferguson kid looks like a real deal. He looks really yeah, good. They're about to sell him for like two hundred million dollars. Yeah, that guy's gonna get sold for like two hundred million dollars. Because <laughs> you know he ain't staying. Yeah, because he for sure ain't staying. Someone's gonna pay it. You know yeah. who's gonna pay it? You wanna know who's gonna pay it? Don't say it. It's not gonna be you though. No, no, it's not gonna be you. <laughs> Thank goodness. Liverpool. It's, it. No, Liverpool. Is gonna be, they're stuck with Darwin Nunes. Um, I don't know how stuck they're gonna be. He's, we'll talk about it. In a well, yeah. Well. They, well, unless they sell Mo Salah for like the 170 that the, the Saudis 150. are. 150. Or, they might come back. They might come back. Their window isn't closed. Yeah, yeah. Their window this closes on the three days. In three days. Yeah. yeah. So like, 
if they if they sell him for that much money, then yeah. yeah but then but then you're gonna have to put either him or Gakpo on the on the wing, and you have Ferguson in the nine. But my thing is this. My thing is this. Yeah. Brighton. They're they're not expected to do anything. Like nothing. So when yeah. they beat when they beat a team like Newcastle, everyone's like, oh my god, that's a great victory. But is it though, if you think about it, Newcastle prior to last year, what did you think of Newcastle prior to last year, Rob? I never thought of Newcastle. Exactly. Because they had a great year last year, they you people think it's a new Newcastle, but is it though? So you have a new you have a new conglomerate that shelves out money. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But they can shove out money. They haven't been. Yeah, they they haven't been. Like they haven't been because they're trying to operate the same way as other English Premier League teams are. The only person who's not operating the same way is the lone American who's like, I don't give a damn about your rules. I don't give a damn about your unwritten code. And you know, probably not a lot of people like Todd Bowley. That's why that's why, that's why they try to that's why they try to um, you know say give me 250 million for this random Ecuadorian midfielder. It and, does seem to it does the price does seem to escalate quite high whenever the name Chelsea is involved. It seems. Exactly. That, yeah. Honestly, I think honestly, I think they're I think they're punishing Todd Bowley, and I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Uh He's gonna end up selling the squad in a few years for ten billion dollars or something like that. And yeah. he's the one who's gonna be laughing about it anyways. Doesn't matter. Uh let's move on to Liverpool three. Villa nothing. Liverpool looking strong, which is uh I'm not a huge fan of. Villa not looking strong. Uh, which um, I'm okay extremely with. disappointed in Aston Villa. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I liked it. Uh da, 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 da. all right. Uh, let's uh, let's hope that we don't get in trouble for that. Anyways, uh, this is the return of Week One's Aston Villa, mm-hmm. who were dog shit. They were terrible, and mm-hmm. this one might have been worse. Uh, Sabozla gets the first, uh, the second. What the how it's off of his foot, bro? Mm. That was going fast, and like literally, bro, it was zipping. I it don't was zipping. Respect Zabosa, but I do respect that shot. Zolub's lie. Yeah, I can never say. I can Zolub's never lie. Say it right. The fact that you're saying uh, it Dominic right. Zolub's lie. Yeah, something like that. Uh, the two guys, maybe the worst at names on this channel, uh, doing the English <laughs> ain't Premier League show. Ain't that the facts? <laughs> <laughs> the next one uh, comes off a, a Darwin Nunez start. Uh, foot. So Nunez. Uh, Starting in place of uh, Gakpo in this game, he's got the starting spot. Looked well, only played was at 62 minutes, 63 yeah. minutes, uh, but did well. But goes out the post, and Maddie Cash, who played so well last week, puts it in his own net. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, not not a great clearance uh, by any means, but this is a game where Aston Villa's defenders. And their midfielders were not on the same page at all. And they'd be trying to move the ball forward. And they put the ball into a spot. They kick it to a spot. 
and the midfielder would stand there. Liverpool realizes that this is a game and would rush the pass all the time, rush the pass. So many interceptions, especially in that uh, final third. It was, it was confounding. It was maybe like, like last year I said, like my pick for manager of the year was Unai Emery, but he has been second class twice this year. Uh, they did not look good at all. Um, who did look good? Mo Salah. Uh, he just continues to oppress. Uh, in the, in the, yeah, in, yeah. In the week that he comes, uh, they come after him for 150 million pounds, which is not as a 31 year old. You think he's playing a little bit better because he knows Liverpool's going to sell him, so he wants to jack up the price as in like as a thank you. No, I don't. I honestly don't think he wants to go. I have no idea why. Like he's won everything. What else mm-hmm. is you, you've won it? You've won the Premier League. You won the Champions League. What else do you mm-hmm. want to win? Like it doesn't matter. Like do you want to finish uh, sixth and win win that uh, Europa Conference League trophy or something like that? That's the only one that you haven't won. Or maybe you know I don't know. I don't, I, has Liverpool has Liverpool actually uh, qualified for the Club World Cup yet? I'm not sure if they have. I don't know who has. Chelsea. How? We won the Champions League a couple years ago. Uh, so yeah. So uh, so Man City is also qualified. I believe so. Yes. Yep. Uh, okay. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm not sure uh, uh, who else from England is going because uh, City's been on such a run. And we got that outlier of a championship somehow, but mm-hmm. you know they can't ever take it away from me. Uh, let's move on. Yeah, Liverpool <laughs> looks good. Let's Liverpool looks good, uh, which is a shame. And you know, people don't win it at. We just know that it's, it's a. It's, I, I hate that stadium. Yeah, I don't get I, it. I like, like it's like when something crazy happens, the, the announcers always say the same shit. Rob is like. Now it's Anfield again. You know how this stadium operates. I'm like, shut up. Yep. Shut up. Yeah, it's corny. I hate you. I hate that song. I hate too. the stadium. I hate them all. I hate their fans. Yeah. And I hate the know, Mercy. I hate the Mercy River. And you know what, man? I'm I'm every and like yo, so like this game proved again why Trent Alexander Arnold is a very bad defender because he was playing offensive. And he had like three passes that were like pretty nice. And I'm just like sitting there like, I don't want you to, I want you to keep him at defense because he sucks at it. And I want to mm-hmm. keep abusing him. Yes. But if that motherfucker played as a 10, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's all I got to say. It seems it's almost like he's playing out of position. What? In his position. In, in his position. Uh, Palace beats uh, Wolves. Uh, which maybe, which isn't a surprise. Let's say that it's not a surprise. No. The fr- surprise was that Wolves were the better team in the first half by quite a bit. Uh, when Hudson Edwards scores uh, for Palace, it's a, definitely against the run of play. But as soon as they score, it was a nice, uh, it was a nice pass from Tyreek Mitchell that got him the ball mm-hmm. too. But um, as as soon as uh, they score, even though uh, Wangi Ken uh, scores uh, not long afterwards, he scores, it just comes out. All the goals the Wolves are scoring are coming from guys just coming off the bench. Within that five minutes of coming off the bench, they score. Uh, they just don't score very often. Um, so anyways, uh, they tie it up. But Ezzy, 
uh, gets him back out in front. Essie finally showing up. And a great goal. Little back heel kick to himself. I love stuff like that. Jumping in the air to do it. Fantastic mm-hmm. goal. And uh, Edward will get another one. Uh, with a from the back heel kick, another back heel wall pass from Mateo. Like, all right, that's all right. They're showing, they're sewing some uh, uh, experimentation in the box. I think uh, Roy Hodgson has them playing pretty well. Mm-hmm. And good for them. They get the light, they get the late goal. Uh, uh, uh Mateus Cunha will score with basically 15 seconds left in the match. And uh, but you know, well, this is a this is a game they could have gotten the point out. Uh, didn't they just need they just couldn't finish in that first half and it bit them in the ass? But you know, transfer windows closed, you can't get anybody now. We're sort of going through that one fast because mm-hmm. I have you here, and here we go the most bonkers match of the week Arsenal Football Club mm-hmm. defeating Manchester United. Three to one, but it did not feel like a three to one game. I think that's no, a, that's an insane score. Uh, let's uh, let's start off with the Doc Rashford's goal. I thought it was a real nice strike, and uh, Ramsdale seems to get his fingers to it too, but just too much power from that position. You can't give him mm-hmm. that kind of space, uh, and he did his job. Uh, Marcus Rashford uh, hasn't looked. Uh, Quite the same as he did last year when he went on mm-hmm. that terrific run, but uh, he's on the board in this one, and of course it lasts only about uh, sixty seconds or so, seventy seconds. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> because Arsenal comes right back down the field, and I'll say this: there was absolutely beautiful passing, moving the ball forward. There was none of this back and forth, negative possession stuff. Like, let's get this ball forward. Mm-hmm. How do you not mark? Martin Odegaard this season. It's unbelievable. Top of the box. Drives it home. Uh, ties it up. Now, let's talk about some of the funny stuff. Um, let's talk first Kai Havertz. All right? Uh, as much as I'll give Kai Havertz shit, well, he won my team at Champions League. I'll never hate the man. Mm-hmm. I'll always hate Anthony Taylor forever and ever until my dying day. Now, uh, he calls a penalty. Havertz goes down in the box. The VAR gets him to go check. He rescinds his own penalty. No call. What did you think of the call? I'll add what I think afterwards. But what initially, and then after seeing replays, what did you think? Initially, I didn't think it was a penalty, actually. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, you see the defenders close in, and Havers kind of has to split them. Then he falls. Not a penalty. Right. Okay. And when I saw the replay, where you see Juan Basaka hit him, and then then the other person hits him, and I'm like, okay. Last week, that Forest defender breathed on Marcus Rashford, and it was a penalty. Or you clearly see that Rashford dives. Like, he straight, like, dives to the ground, like, oh, no, frailty, you know? Uh-huh. But this one, he he hits Havertz. Havertz is trying to avoid them. That's why he's kind of, he kind of, like, is falling down. He's trying to avoid them because he doesn't want to get hit. So as he's avoiding them, he gets hit. Yeah. And the ball, that's when the ball isn't on his foot anymore, you know? 
but yeah. I, but I, he, I, I think he's already in the air. To me, yeah. it's already looked like he's gonna. He wants to go to ground. He jumps in the air. Yeah, but and, I think he. I think he jumps up to avoid them closing, so he's jumping up. Yeah. But then they hit his back foot as he's jumping up. Right. And then that's what brings him down. Yeah. In my opinion. But it wasn't. It. But here's the thing too. The reason I brought the Marcus Rash for penalty is that was. That was not a penalty, period. No. It was like, that wasn't. This one, it was a light penalty. If they called it a penalty, fine. But if they rescinded it, me, I'm like, whatever, right? It was a light, it was a light penalty. I'm a, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. After watching it, it was a light penalty. The, them rescinding it, I didn't lose my shit over it. Because I'm like, why, whatever, you know? Like, it is what it is, you know? Yep. Uh, and then, go ahead. But my biggest problem was, Havertz is the reason they scored the goal because he commits the turnover on the break. You know, that's my biggest issue. And he actually had a shot to score a goal earlier in the game. He like, like just chicken, like fling, like, just like, he was just like, eh. He does that. And I'm like, what the hell? That was my biggest problem. Th- those are the bi- that that one that one and the turnover that was the problem. That was that was just two times I was like, "What the hell are you doing?" Yeah. All the other times I'm like, "Okay, you're having a you're having a it's a fine game, it's an okay game." And honestly, you it's one of the better. Talk- I thought it was one of the better games he actually played for. Yeah, you yeah, it's, it, it was a fine game. And you know what? Like, he's bi- like one of the big stories this week. And me mm. personally, like, I don't think he should be a story. He he played fine. We're moving on. My biggest issue is. Bukaya Saga had a shot at a goal, and he kicked it straight to Andre Onana. Kicked yeah. it right straight to him. Could have went either way. Problem. Either way. That's the problem. When our star boy has a clear goal, a clear goal, mm-hmm. and he kicked it right to Andre Onana. Well, we'll see if he makes up for it in a minute. Uh, now, uh, oh, I guess since we mentioned that one, uh, your thoughts just on Hoyland getting brought down in the box? It's not a foul. Yes, he, he he was he was flailing were, like a like a like a like a like they a, were on like top a, of each other. They were like a, like a cat, like a cat in water. Yep. Like, get out of here! I don't know foul. Let's talk. Garnacho scoring, but did he? Because wait a second, here comes VAR. Now this is fascinating. Uh, they they take a look under the lights. Uh, meanwhile. I want to say before this goal was scored, uh, that stadium was absolutely going nuts. The Emirates Stadium was as loud as I've heard a stadium all year. I was pretty impressed with the fans at the game. They're really into it. Garnacho scores. He, uh, uh, you know, he's celebrating. He's kissing the badge, and then he's kind of, I don't know. They take a look, and the lines are close. They're paper thin. But it clearly looks like he's offside. Like I don't, I, I have no idea where this uh, confusion so, is coming from. Eric Ten Hag going nuts. No, about no, this. he's not confused. It, he's he's just being one of them douche coaches that if something goes against him, he just blatantly lies. Yeah. Like when when they told him the about Onana, Onana, yeah, the Onana, the Onana, Onana he's like, he's like, he's like, he was like, oh, what about the Onana? And he literally said that wasn't a foul. Yeah. What? That's not a foul. What do you? What do you? What, like he's just lying. He's just blatantly lying. What, okay, so me and Adelia are watching it, yep. and I hear Adelia yell out, 
no, what? No, she's mad. <laughs> Me, I say he's really far ahead. That's yeah. a little weird. He's really far ahead. He had a great jump. He had a great jump. You know, he had like a great jump on our players. And I'm like, bro, that's all sides. Because of his jump. His jump was was lethal. He was, because he, he sneaks behind, he sneaks behind, uh, uh, he sneaks behind, uh, he moves past Benny Blanco, uh, Ben White, um, and then he just curls behind Declan Rice, and Gabrielle is on the far side, so he can't catch him. So what does Gabrielle do? Defensive IQ, offensive side's trap. So he freezes, jumps back. As he, as he sticks his head out, he's jumping back. And Garnacho was already off in the off to the races. Yep, and, putting hand out. Yeah, and he's like, oh, ball, ball, ball. And I'm like, bro, he's like really far ahead. But after when you watch replay, you realize what he was, what Gabby, what uh, what what Gabby did, and and but me when I was watching in real time, I'm like, Garnacho is really far ahead. Like he's really far ahead. And personally, my biggest issue is like I know he was offsides, but Declan Rice and Ben White should never allow him to curl behind them. He curled right behind Declan Rice. You see him just like run past him. He run he runs past Ben White, then he he like tucks in behind Declan Rice. And he's a little like, and I'm like, that you shouldn't, you should see Garnacho. Like, what are we doing? Like, that man's haircut, that man's arm sleeves, that man should <laughs> like, you know, like no other man's got that same haircut, you know? Yeah. And the man looks hideous, you know? And they're wearing those prison break outfits too, the black yeah. and white stripes. Yeah. This so that Manchester United wearing this stuff. Yeah, exactly. Whatever. But, but, so I was watching ESPN FC. Stevie Nichol said, "Congratulations, Manchester United. You have a coach that wants to play like he's a bottom feeder team. This is what he, this he said. I don't know if he used Aston Villa as a, an example or like one of those mid table teams. He was like, they go to your house, they tie you up, and they stack it in the box to get a draw at home at on away. And What's Manchester United, yeah, yeah." And and he said Manchester United. That's not the. That's not what they've always. That's not what they are. They're Manchester United. They beat you. They they look for victories. You don't you don't look for a tie. Yeah. And it looked like they were going for a tie. But the issue is, when they brought in new defenders, they brought in Harry Maguire. They bring in Harry Maguire, a like man Johnny who Evans. hasn't. Well, Johnny Evans too. Like Leicester's two center backs yeah. was it twenty seventeen or whatever it mm-hmm. was. Uh, they bring in Harry Maguire, who hasn't stepped foot on the pitch for United since well past last season. Like this, it's been months. It's been months. Never stepped foot in training. He, yeah, he is. He was basically considered not a member of the squad. He should. He was almost out on loan before. Uh, uh, or yeah, because they couldn't sell him. He was almost out on loan till I think it was West Ham pulled out of the deal. Uh, incredible stuff. So he's on the pitch. He's in front of goal. Mm-hmm. When your friend Kyosaka has a corner, for some reason, at this point of the game, there was eight minutes of uh, additional time awarded. Six minutes into it, they decide they don't need to mark Declan Rice 
on the far side of the blocks. Not only do they not mark them, they give him enough space that even though it's a really heavy first touch from Rice, mm-hmm. he has no trouble running into this thing. He had the whole world in his hand. He still he... had to put it off somebody to put it in, but yeah. still. Also, too, like... And that man was Harry Maguire. It deflected twice. Yeah. It deflected off of Evans, and it de- de- deflected off of Onana. And no offense... It, it was a shit. It was a shit kick. I'm not gonna lie to you. It was a bad kick. It wasn't it's a the good best goal he's ever scored for Arsenal. By yeah, good. That's his first goal he ever scored. Also, Arsenal. his first goal he ever scored. <laughs> and and it, I like it. And I'm not gonna lie to you. Like it was just a. It was a disgusting looking kick. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't look. It, it wasn't. He hit it hard though. He really hit it hard. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, but the way his the way his body was, it was just like. Yeah. What is this? Yeah, but yeah, but like, that, the sound of the crowd when that thing went in. Oh my god! The crowd lost their like the crowd exploded. Yeah, it was and the crowd genuinely exploded. So incredible scenes, and yeah. then just to just to put things to bed, a couple moments later, uh, with United playing everybody up front, Gabby Jesus uh, counterattacks, gets on the end of a ball. No one's there to stop him. He scores. Uh, the earth beneath the Emirates starts to crumble from the excitement, from the noise. Mm-hmm. Arsenal do what they have to do. Uh, still undefeated. Taking out a United team uh, that's looking for excuses left and right. This is the United I know that are a bunch of crybaby whiners. Uh, I will never... Uh, even if it's Arsenal, I will never get tired of seeing upset Manchester United fans. Oh, absolutely not. It's the fuel for my dark and cold heart. Uh, so that was it for the week. We went, we had Atelia last week. We all decided to pick who is going to win the games of the week, like we do every week. The winner. This and last time we did this, it was a it was a three way tie, six six uh, six uh, mm-hmm. wins apiece. This week, it's a runaway winner with six wins again. The consistency is the main thing here. By far and away, the winner was Adelia. Uh, you and I each got four four wins each. She won six four four. She's on a bit of a hot streak when it comes to this stuff, and I don't like it. I tell you what, it's time for us to bounce back, and we mm-hmm. can do that. So the week I was here, I, I stunk. I only had four wins. I only had four wins that time. Wait, who 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 was it? Adelia got six. Uh, who, what what points did you get? Which wins? You got uh, West Ham. You got Spurs. Uh, you picked a draw against uh, with Chelsea and Forest. If you pick a draw and you get it, you get two wins. If you get it and you lose, you minus one. So you had a minus one for that. Ah, what? Oh, yeah. Damn. City, you got that right. Of course. Uh, Palace, you got that right. Of course. And you picked Arsenal as well. So you actually uh, got you actually got five right. No, we, we, lost, we tied against Fulham. Sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, it was this week. Yeah, we're this talking week? this week. Yeah, we're talking this week. These this week's matches. We predict the matches on the previous no, show. I was I was here. I was week. here two two weeks ago, right? You were here last week. We were predicting for the week of September 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. I was here last week? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> this is the life of Ferris Muthana. It moves fast. <laughs> it moves fast. 
<laughs> but <laughs> the good news is uh, this is the week of a uh, an international break. There isn't mm-hmm. even there isn't a match this week. We will be predicting for the week five matchups. We'll start September sixteenth with Wolves and Liverpool. Now Adelia's already given me hers before she went out on the special assignment. Uh, so I have her picks. She has picked between Wolves and Liverpool. She's picked Liverpool. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's an easy one to go. They're they're looking okay right now, and Wolves just can't just can't get a goal. Uh, Villa and Palace. Those are only in games. Is that no? There's a whole bunch of games. Okay, we, we pick all the games. You think Villa? Can beat Crystal Palace at home. Villa at Crystal Palace. Well, Villa's at home. No, Villa's at home. Adelius picked Villa. I'm gonna go Palace. I'm gonna go Palace as well. You, but we just don't know which Villa is gonna show up. Yeah, that's the problem. Pal- Palace has seemed at least predictable. Yeah. If they get their guys going, they're good. Uh, Fulham and Luton. Uh, yeah, not a, not a marquee matchup, but uh, oh, that, it's at Craven's Cottage. That's what Adelia picked as well. I'm gonna pick that as Tim well. Tim Ream gonna score another goal. We'll see. Here's one. It's the. It could be a uh, a pretty good game. We'll see which Manchester United team shows up at Old Trafford this week, where they seem to get weird wins. But they're playing Brighton, who's been scoring in bunches, leading the league with goals scored this year. I'm going to go Brighton. Ideally, pick the draw. Uh, that's a good spot for a draw. But I'm going to... Yeah. That's hard. I am going to pick... Do I think they can... No, they're not going to... I'm going to pick Brighton. Okay. Uh, Spurs at that vaunted Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. The the stadium no one wants to name uh, versus Sheffield United. Spurs. Yeah, it's going to be Spurs. Poor Sheffield. Uh, yeah, well, we'll see. I'm okay we'll, with I'm okay with that being wrong. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, a matchup that a few weeks before, ago, before the season starts, you didn't think would mean too, too much, but two teams that have been in form to start the year West Ham is at home to Manchester city. Adelia pick city. Adelia pick city. Yeah. I'm going to go city. I'm going to go draw. Just to bother me. Uh, Newcastle is at home to Brentford. I'm going Newcastle. That's what Adelia went for too, but I'm going Brentford. Mm. Newcastle has not looked very good. At least definitely not consistently good. Good point. Here's a game that could hurt my heart forever and ever. Uh, Burnmouth is at home to Chelsea Football Club. I'm going to go draw. Oh boy. Uh, (laughs) I can't even get mad. Uh, Burnmouth, uh, okay, draw. Delia picked Chelsea. Of course, I'm going to pick Chelsea. Yeah, I, you know, I can cry myself to sleep on Sunday. Who gives a shit? Uh, Everton 
is at home to Arsenal. Arsenal. <laughs> That's what a daily pick. That's what I'll pick. Uh, it should be funny if that didn't work out. But I don't think it will. Uh, I think it'll be fine. And then uh, uh, the Monday game. Some Monday night football in the English yeah, Premier League. Forest at home to Burnley. Uh, Adelius picked Forest to win at home, like what they're supposed to do. They're not supposed to win on the road, but we are very gracious hosts at Chelsea. Yeah, I'm going to go Forest. Yeah, I'm going to go Forest as well. Burn this is like we said before. Uh, this isn't the Burnley we were promised. Not no, at we all. But anyways, uh, that's it. That's it for the week, and uh, we will have the next week off. Uh, we're going to go on international duties ourselves. Mm -hmm. well, I'm actually going to be going on international duties here very soon, but not this week. Uh, we'll be uh, just taking a break because they're taking a break. Ferris, thank you so much for coming on the show and helping me out. We get to talk a little football. We get to talk about the U.S. national team, which is uh, interesting to do as well. Uh, mm -hmm. What are you up to on the network here, sir? Well, <laughs> sorry, my bad. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Uh, well, guys, every Friday, 3 o'clock Pacific, uh, it is Good Friends, Better Rivals. We do American football, me and Caleb, NFC East, Giants, Cowboys, as well as 8 o'clock Pacific on our entertainment channel, me and Adelia do the open table. This week, we won't be having a show at 3 o'clock. Like we're having a show on Sunday because Sunday night football, the American football, it is my New York Giants against Caleb's Dallas Cowboys. We were try we will go live on Sunday night. <laughs> I like day. it. I like it. Uh, you just said Sunday night. We also do together uh, an episode by episode recap of Winning Time. Yes, I guess that's the Max program. Not HBO Max program about the uh, Lakers, the rise of the Lakers dynasty. A uh, new episode just came out yesterday, well, I guess last night. Uh, mm -hmm. Really enjoyed it. Can't wait to talk about that. So watch out for that very soon. Uh, weekends here, well, actually on our Twitch channel, uh, Danny and I do LGRN After Snark, where we can talk about whatever we get around to talking about. We've also been doing reviews for uh, that new Star Wars program. Ahsoka, I actually like it more than I thought I would like it, which is good. But then, yes, of course, uh, every Tuesday here on LGRN, the highlights, Adelia and I was starting 11. She will hopefully be back from that dangerous mission we sent her on. We can only hope next week. And until then, everybody, thank you so much, and we'll see you in a couple weeks. Hey.